0: Hey everybody, welcome to this week's edition of 48 Minutes, brought to you by 48MinutesNetwork.com. I'm Tim Daniel, as always, with Sean Mackey. We have a show that goes a little bit all over the place today. Um, We talk about some of the big prospects in the NCAA tournament, and our reactions to them, such as Zion, John Moran, RJ Barrett, etc. We talk about the return of Jimmer Fredette. We talk about the Celtics' struggles, look a little bit at the bottom of the Eastern Conference playoffs. And of course, it wouldn't be 48 Minutes without some crazy Laker talk. So without further ado, guys, here's the show. Have a good one. Hi, you're listening to 48 Minutes, and this is Tim Kittsrow from NBA Jam. Whoop-boom-shakalaka. You wanted to come with it, done it. We got no replenishment. Doug is a scoffer, that fucking ain't either what we come to with. Others in love with the brother. This family just running it. As long as the public is coming, then we keep them coming in. Two
1: and this, minutes, two and eight minutes.
0: It started this week. I know that's kind of the at-large bid thing we do. Which, by the way, we did a live show last week. It was cool. We did. I was there.
1: It was neat. It was. It was very good. Did you have a good time? I did. I did. It was. It was very fun. My wife's uh, dad came. Oh, really? He was sat with us. Yeah, you didn't know that he was there. So oh. he watched the whole thing. He he enjoyed it. Good. So um I didn't feel like it ever got boring. No it didn't you guys kept the conversation going the whole time. there was no dead air. you guys were very very engaging and um, I don't think my wife knew what the F you guys were talking about <laughs> for the entire uh, two hours we were doing that for <laughs> but uh besides that I, I thought it was very good it was it turned out well and, and good job Tim
0: thank you thank good job you, you yeah. did a hell of
1: a job last week I worked You did really a hell of a that, job
0: so, uh, if you want to see it it's on our YouTube channel 48 minutes network and you can see it was at large bid. Live at Braxton Brewery. And it, it turned out great. The video turned out great. The audio turned out great. We did a live. We made a podcast out of it last week that we released on Thursday. Yeah. So, um, with that being said, to talk about this tournament, Sean, where I want to go is we're starting to see some people separate themselves in this upcoming draft class. Yeah. Um, really making names for themselves, making strides. And you text me, the first thing you text me Friday morning was the Chicago Bulls need to do whatever it takes to get Jabber Rant. Yes, and I a hundred percent agree.
1: Yes, just keep losing, Chicago. Keep losing, lose and, out, and if you, you, gotta you got to trade up, got, trade up. I don't think they're going to get that that third worst record like they no, want they to. They probably won't. Uh, but but the more you know, just keep it, just keep it going. It's fine. They're set in Levine. So, uh, John ja Morant, uh, his first game was incredible. I know they're out of the tournament now. Um, what did he have in the second game?
0: Uh, Twenty eight, but they still lost by like twenty.
1: Yeah. And then the game before they won by twenty. So he had triple double. So it needed a triple double, which was amazing. The first um,
0: one in the tournament since Draymond Green.
1: It's that's very cool. Yeah. Um yeah, I I'm everything that I'm reading, now I am not a NBA draft guy. You know that. That's why I turned to you for. <laughs> Thank you. Or Taylor Bergfeld or or uh <laughs> Ryan. So like you yeah. you guys you guys know the the draft people, the draft class more than I do, but a lot of the talk that I heard over the last week was John Morant catapulted himself probably to the second pick this over this last week. How do you feel about that? Do you think that's true? You think RJ Barrett is still going to prove himself? And
0: I'm at a coin flip. You're at a coin flip two, to be between the two. With you. Okay, um, they're I would... both great prospects. Oh, absolutely, they both bring so much. Um, RJ Barrett really kind of. He had the game-winning re- rebound, game-winning basket, yeah. and game-winning defensive rebound in the UCF I f- game. I feel like he's just
1: not getting enough credit on that team. No, He's no. not, and he's, like, he's an excellent player.
0: We've been talking about this a lot. Kyle and I, like, we got into this last night. We were talking about, like, it's almost – I said it at our live show last week. I was like, I almost feel like we're going to the point where R.J. Barrett's underrated because people are finding ways yeah. to nitpick his game, and it's yeah. like, let him play.
1: Yeah, he's going to be great. He's going to be really good. He's going to be very, very good. Um, He's a great
0: scorer. He is. Like, let's stop acting like he's bad at basketball. Any of those top
1: three picks, I think any NBA team would be very happy to have if they have, you know, the need for one of those things. I
0: just don't want one of them to go to Phoenix, man. I don't want... Phoenix...
1: Phoenix sucks. Phoenix does Their suck. The player man. development sucks. Yeah, the the player development hasn't been good since they had old people, and they were right. keeping they were keeping Grant Hill's legs yeah. young and, and Shacks. Yeah, I mean, like they Bell they outlaw. they Fuck. are not good at, at developing talent at all. Uh, I remember Devin Booker said last year they were gonna this was gonna be the last year they weren't gonna be in the playoffs. And they forty games under five hundred. Bullshit. Yeah. Bullshit. And and on top of that. Uh you know, I mean and I've said this before, DeAndre Ayton, he's not a bad player no, not by all. any stretch. I almost don't like him on that roster.
0: I think uh you know, they're gonna get a top three pick, which sucks for one of these three guys. It does suck. I don't want to see John Moran play for the Suns.
1: I no. don't I don't I really don't want to see Zion play for the Suns. No. Like I don't, but no. I don't know what's gonna be worse though, like is it like there's there's so many like I'm such a homer when it comes to the draft, obviously, because you always want your team. Yeah, to, to get you know the best player. I'm tired of Cleveland getting top picks. I'm tired of of Phoenix. You know, I mean, I know they just got a number one pick last year, but yeah. they've got a lot of a lot of high draft picks in the last couple of years, and they're not doing anything with them. Two of them they took in the same year in the top ten, and they both suck. And, and they, aren't they on did the same. That's correct. That's correct. And then I also I don't want the Knicks to be rewarded for being a crappy franchise for the last decade and just walk waltz into two great free agents and possibly the number one draft pick. Yeah. You know? And I mean, it's, it's a great case scenario for the NBA, but for a, a fan that's, you know, not really into the Knicks by any stretch, I, I feel, I feel, you know, bad thinking that that can happen. Like I, it's like, I want them, like I, there are so many teams that I would like to see, like Miami. Okay. Like a team that's, you know, I mean obviously they're not they're not they're
0: they're yeah, they're not close to this. They're, they're not close, they're but like right now. But
1: but that's not a team though. Uh, they're overachieving at the moment. Yes. But they could use a player like one of those three players to help catapult them to another level. Like they're a team that's doing things right in trying to build up their team. The Brooklyn Nets, obviously, they have done that with their talent. The Sacramento Kings. So Sacramento Kings, exactly. And it's like these guys are going to get into the playoffs. You know, where are the Kings at in the playoff race right now?
0: I think they're a couple games out. They're I think, a couple I games out. They're so about done. They're about done. So they lost to the Lakers last so, night.
1: So you know, it would be okay with them because they're you know finally putting things together out there, but. There are so many teams that I just don't want to see get rewarded. And I, I'm sure a lot of people feel about that the same way about Chicago because it's like Chicago's done the same thing.
0: No. Chicago's made good picks.
1: They've made good picks, yeah. Laurie
0: Markkinen, say what you will, scat him or not, yeah. good Pick Wendell Carter. Really good pick. Yeah. Chandler Hutchinson.
1: Chandler Hutchinson might, might be in any year. He's a solid role bench player. Yeah. Denzel Valentine, not so much. No, not so much. No.
0: You know, Cristiano Felicio.
1: No, too much money. Yeah. I don't know what that guy's even doing.
0: Yeah. Robin Lopez is still collecting a paycheck. He's played well though. Yeah, he is. But Robin Lopez is
1: a professional.
0: I know like a lot of people think I'm crazy, but they're outside of maybe Levine, Markinen, or Carter, I would move any guy I could to get John Morant.
1: Oh, oh absolutely. I think and and I think
0: even though I loved Otto Porter. I've absolutely loved him being Yeah, there. he's been
1: a nice addition there. I mean, he's eating some salary, but that's okay. They're not getting anybody anyway. They can, afford him, they can afford him, exactly. Yeah. I think um, – yeah, I mean – and I, I'm sure Chicago is going to be able – they will they will do whatever they can if they need to move up or do whatever because um, – Are you thinking of the same bulls I am? Yeah, I think they will. You think they'll move up? I think they could.
0: Could, yes, but – Saying that this franchise is going to make a good move
1: in the draft, as far as like I don't, I I'd, I'd give them a little bit of credit this year. I think they they really they really put their hearts in tanking this year. So yeah. they haven't they 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 had that little run. Towards, you know, back into the season where they started to look too good all of a sudden. it was like, man, this team's fun. We and be silly, like, and you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, boy. Yeah, stop, guys. Stop it.
0: Yeah. I would, I mean, I would really do anything I could to have John Morant be the Bulls point guard because it's. Oh, yeah. I mean,
1: a... you throw Chris Dunn uh, in a deal, like, if you need to get, if you need to hop up a spot to get him or something, you do whatever you can.
0: Yeah, well, people take that
1: deal. questionable,
0: but. <laughs> Making the move. Well, and then
1: and then maybe maybe you know adding like a future you know halfway protected you know other pick or a second draft pick. These are these are guys that are going to change your team. So
0: agreed. I think John Morant has the upside. He has the upside to be like a prime Derrick Rose. Yeah, and that's a good thing. I'm saying that that's not a bad thing at all. This isn't you know knee injuries and everything else. This is MVP Rookie of the Year. Yeah, Boston uh, Celtics playoff series.
1: Who else has been standing out to you? Jarrett Culver. Jared Culver okay. from Texas Tech. From Texas Tech.
0: He's a six five shooting guard. Okay. Well, six seven. He's listed six okay. five. Sure. He plays a lot like a point guard, though. Like he just played um there in the Sweet Sixteen. He reminds me. This isn't saying he is that player because you know me better than anyone. We'll never say that. He reminds me a lot when he plays point guard of Penny Hardaway. He's got the size frame, he's got the like the body type. Sure. He I think he even wears like the elbow right band thing. Okay. And um but the way he moves the ball, he's a good shooter, he's a good scorer. He completely redid his mechanics on his shot. Um I know like in I think he's a pretty good I think he's a pretty decent defender. So he's one that really jumps out to me. Um I know he just beat my beloved NKU Norris in the tournament in the first round, but
1: Yeah, you know, it was sad. It was tough. He was outstanding. Well, they're a good defensive team. Yeah. So you know, and I have them going pretty far in my bracket. So yes, a lot of people do. So
0: I'm 12 for 16 on Sweet 16 teams right now.
1: Are you? Pretty impressive. I'm not. I don't know where I'm at on mine with my job. Uh, let's <laughs> let's see here because I didn't do one you didn't with do you a guys. I one. didn't have time, man. It was just it was a crazy week last week. I was I was I, we didn't have our office assistant. It was it was terrible. Yeah. I am. As of right now, where were you at on your sweet 16? 12 for 16. Okay. Let's see here. I am 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. I have 13. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, not bad, huh?
0: Thanks a lot, Oregon.
1: Here's my here's here's what I got so far.
0: There's a lot of red on there, but yeah, it looks but a, good. but
1: but my final four still alive. That's what matters. That's all that matters. That's you all that correct. matters. So you know, yes, you you, you 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 guys that have those nice little brackets at the beginning that are like, I don't even know anything about basketball, and I'm winning right now. It's like you're gonna lose. Yes, you're gonna lose. You will fall. So you will fall. Trust me.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. Obviously, RJ Barrett is we, we've already profiled. Um, another guy, you know, I, I know I've talked about him a few times, DeAndre Hunter for Virginia, man, is just super good. And he's a good two way player. He's super athletic, which you don't see often at Virginia. I like him a lot. But the guy that's probably raising his stock the most is Kobe White from North Carolina. Okay, so I don't necessarily know if he's going to stay at North Carolina, but he's definitely making some noise for himself the way he's played in the ACC tournament, Sure. the end of the regular season, and so far in the Big Dance. Uh, and also, he has a great afro. <laughs>
1: like literally, he's got like a he's got like a nine point five out of ten on the afro. It's like
0: afro samurai style,
1: man. Okay, like, yeah. well that's that's it's always good to know. Yeah. So he's no, very. Who, do, this... who does who would he remind you of if you had to compare him to somebody in professional basketball?
0: Ooh, wow! I have not thought that one through. He's a six three six four point guard. Okay, he has a good step back jumper.
1: Okay, he
0: can pass the ball. I don't know.
1: Is he more of a point guard or a shooting guard? He's more of a point. Okay, I would say. Okay.
0: I don't. Yeah, I'd have to. I would have to think a little longer on that because I can't say James Harden because of step back jumper. I was gonna.
1: I was gonna throw up Eric Gordon as remind you of Eric Gordon a little bit.
0: A little bit, but okay. not to the point where I could. To a full st- I would have to look at the Ringer's okay. draft guide and see what they have, and sure. just copy from them.
1: Sure, okay, yeah, okay. All right, so so college basketball still going on?
0: Yeah, at large bid covering it. Yeah, we'll have a Thursday. We'll have our Sweet Sixteen preview show up. Um, so be on the lookout for that.
1: Very good, very good. Especially with all you guys with your broken brackets, you guys can can. See what's going to happen and, and get some predictions of how you might lose later on in the bracket. Yeah. You know, with your, with your perfect little teams right now. Yeah. So, waiting, um, just waiting
0: for my soul to be crushed.
1: That's right. That's right. That's right. Um, so, professional basketball. Yep. Where the big boys play. It's like WCW. Where the big boys play. Where the big boys play.
0: <laughs> yeah. Until they're bought out by.
1: That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Until they,
0: David Arquette wins the title.
1: That's – hey, you know what? We all make mistakes. <laughs> we all make mistakes, and sometimes it ruins everything. <laughs> <laughs> all because we wanted to make a movie. So, yeah, I just want to tell everybody that I, I was a huge WCW yes, fan. Yes, you were. I am, like, the only person who will come out and just say that I enjoyed the WCW and w one run, the, the, the Monday night stuff I was, more um, than anyone I was and,
0: cracking up, not to go back to the tournament, sure. but yesterday they shared this, like, anniversary clip for Wally Zerbiak from his time I college. saw that! And he went, on, he
1: went on Nitro? I saw that, yeah, and Goldberg signed a, a poster for him. Yeah, I was like, it was just like, it was so funny, like, seeing Wally's, like, face just light up. Like, man, I mean, he was just, like, top, top of the mountain yeah. right there. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. It's pretty um, cool. Yeah, I mean, I mean, God, Nitro was awesome. It was, it was so good. It really was. In retrospect, they had a they had a good show. Anybody who tells you differently, they they did put on a good show for a while. They did so, for a while. I agree for a while, and it and you know it really helped WWF at the time propel themselves even further. So it's completely it's cool. So so um,
0: Jimmer's back in the NBA.
1: Jimmer is back. Thank God. And man, have you seen pictures of him? Ripped. He's looking ripped, man. He looks like a man. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I mean, not that he didn't look like a man before, but he looked like a kid coming out of college.
0: How dare he wear 32? That should be retired.
1: Oh. Jason Kidd?
0: (laughs) Shaq? But, yes, so, after dominating in China for a few years, Jimmer, I guess, was waiting for his moment to come back to the NBA. At age 30. Uh Uh-huh. And... (laughs) This, of all teams, of course, the Phoenix Suns bring him in, which Kyle made the point of on March Madness week. They bring Jimmer Fredette back. Yeah, weird.
1: Yeah, almost um, seems like a. Uh, yeah. almost seems like a promotional kind of thing or publicity stunt. And he,
0: I think they've played two games since then, and he has been, he's got a rebound.
1: Yeah, it's sad. I I, 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 honestly would like to see him out there and playing. If he's out there dominating bums over in China, I want to yeah, see him. I want to see him on the floor. It's like this is what, what what's going to happen is like you're going to kill this man's confidence again. I mean, the guy, the guy obviously just runs through confidence. Igor Kokoskov, I guess, is that what his name is? Yes. He's
0: like we're going to ease him into the NBA, and like you guys are forty games under five hundred.
1: Start his ass. We have eight games. Start left his in the ass. Year. Like, people will go to your games if you start Jimmer. Yes. Like seriously.
0: We'll leak pass you. I
1: know. I almost watched them the other night just because I knew he was coming back and then I forgot and it was ten thirty anyway. And I was like, I don't really care anymore. Yeah. And I'm glad I didn't because he only played four minutes in garbage time. And he got so, a rebound. And he got a rebound. It's yeah. like I want to see Jimmer out there playing. I want to see him out there with Booker. So and yeah. I'm very thankful that the good people at 2K Gave him a dominant card in my team, where I can just dominate bums online with Jimmer Fredette.
0: <laughs> Senses you never thought you'd say.
1: I know it's 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 he's he's a lot of fun. He was he was a fantastic college basketball player. Yes, he one was one of the most fun players to watch.
0: And he had, of course, Brandon Davies on his team, who was also good, but got kicked off for having sex.
1: Yep, that happens. Yeah. It happens. It happens. At BYU. Yes. it <laughs> <laughs> only BYU.
0: So I'm actually excited he's back. I know it's a two-year deal, and he very well could just get cut in the summer. We're like, yeah. no harm. Yeah. Which is probably going to happen.
1: Probably. Remember
0: like the Bulls-Sean Kilpatrick contract where it was like three years, but it was like an option, option, option? <laughs> not
1: only that, not only that, he helped them win too many games yes. at the end of the season, and he basically screwed them out of a better draft pick. Yep. So, but I'm okay with them taking Wendell.
0: Yes, me so. too. Um, I'm ex- yeah, but I'm I'm thrilled that Jimmer's back in the NBA. I don't care what anyone says. I loved him at BYU. I was excited when the Bulls got him for half a season, and it, I know he played like twelve games. But like, it was awesome. It was fun. Yeah, it's Jimmer.
1: This is sad though. We're like, this is like what we're talking about in the show today. Yeah, Jimmer Fredette's coming back to play garbage minutes for the fucking Phoenix Suns. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> like, like this isn't even a topic. Let's let's move on, Tim. Come on.
0: Yeah, let's talk about. Let's talk about the Boston Celtics on yet another losing streak.
1: Yeah, they are. Uh, Boston. Uh, Boston's one of those teams where they're either in trouble or they're uh, the greatest team in the world. Yeah. So, according to their fans.
0: So, last <laughs> week... Yeah, no kidding.
1: Last week, Philly
0: finally beats them. Yeah. And Embiid was incredible in that game. Yes, he was. So, Butler, was J- so was Jimmy. Butler hits the game winner. Yeah. And it looks like, you know, it looks like they finally got over that hump and then we're like, okay, well, you know, Boston's going to bounce back. They play Charlotte the next night, like, like two or three nights later. Yeah. And Charlotte comes back from down like 25. Sure. In the fourth quarter, Kemba just goes crazy again. Yeah. Kemba has like 39, 11, and I think eight. Yeah. Something insane. Classic Kemba game. Yeah. But with Kemba Walker, it's 11 rebounds. Like.
1: Yeah. Who, who was letting him in the paint to get those? Right. Were they just bouncing back to him? Or... They're all long rebounds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> just sitting there like a center fielder.
1: Yeah, just just yanking them in.
0: But they're so difficult to figure out because sometimes they do look unstoppable, and then sometimes they look terrible. Yeah, and it just—it's safe to say this hasn't worked this no. year. Sure.
1: No, I mean we went in. I mean, and we've—I've I've said this a million times already, but I mean we all went in just like. The Boston Celtics are going to go to the Eastern Conference Finals. Now, they very well could still go to the Eastern yeah, Conference Finals. Yeah, I have a hard finals. time counting them out. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to—I mean, they're just on pure talent. Uh, not exactly chemistry, but pure talent, they could probably still get there. I don't know if the Bucks are going to allow it because they're playing so good right now. I kind of worry about them down the stretch. You worry about the Bucks just because of the lack of deep playoff experience?
0: Injuries too Injuries, okay sure. Miritich has battled injuries since he got there Yeah uh, Malcolm Brogdon's out for a while Yeah You know, that's at some point They got Powell though Yeah, he's hurt Yeah,
1: well that's okay He can just be there Yeah He's gonna give guidance Why didn't he We were
0: talking about this the other day Why didn't he just go to Toronto and play with his brother If he's gonna be the last guy on the bench Just
1: go have fun with your brother go... It's true You guys got traded for each other Well, I mean, he's he's really into culture so and he goes to Milwaukee. So he goes to Milwaukee. I, he was
0: like, man, I love Laverne and Shirley, <laughs> and I just have to go see – I love
1: them. I love crappy beer.
0: And I just have to go to the factory they worked in in the show.
1: <laughs> Is that what we're getting from this? That's what we're getting from this, yeah. Okay. He loves the culture of Milwaukee. Yeah. No. No.
0: But the Celtics really look like it's kind of like they move in slow motion at times. And even last night, you know, they they didn't look good again. And I don't know – do I think they're going to win a series or two in the playoffs? Absolutely. Yeah. But at the same point, you know,
1: right now they're what, the five? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Let's see here. So – um do we do we would we would you say that it's going to be a complete disappointment if the 76ers and Celtics don't meet in the playoffs? Because
0: I, I think for the fun of an NBA fan, probably?
1: Yeah. So they are currently the 5th seed. And 76ers are they playing the Pacers? 76ers are the Yeah, so they would play the Pacers as of right now. So but however if they if, you know, I mean the Nets aren't going to jump, they're not going to leap past them. In the stand got it's whew, the East. Man, this has just not been a winning year for teams. No. I mean, there has not been one team that has just flat out dominated this season. Like, I mean, fifty wins from the the Warriors right now. And that's where we're at. I mean, this is sad. They have what, twenty something losses? Nineteen losses. Yeet. I'm sorry, twenty three. Twenty three losses. Yeah. 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 And then uh, I'm sorry, the Bucks had the best best record in the in the in basketball, 55 and 19. So, yeah, it's crazy. Denver's like right there, right there. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. So right now,
0: I do kind of love a Sixers Nets series, even though I think the Sixers would probably just run through them. Oh yeah. Um, but I think that's a lot of fun.
1: I think a Nets Celtics series would have been would be terrific. It, I mean, it would be terrific. I don't. It's not going to happen, but
0: yeah. Bookin's got to win a few more games. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I just don't know what to think with the Celtics team. I think that sometimes it looks like they can really just go on a run, but if they're in the I I think they'll beat Indiana. I I don't have any problems with saying that they would beat Indiana. But after that, okay. they win that and then they're playing
1: I don't know, man. Indiana's Indiana's, or Indiana's a tough ass team. Like they're going to I think they're going to have difficulty with with Indiana.
0: Sure, but I mean,
1: it's not going to be an easy road. It's going to be like either if they if they end up sweeping Indiana, it's going to be like one of those really close sweeps, or there's going to be some games that they're going to win. So, and I and I don't discount Indiana at all.
0: Uh, I don't either, but I think they're still going to beat them. Sure, I would put money on that if I had to.
1: So. How many more games we got? We got, let's see here. The Celtics have, let's see here, 74. Eight games left. So eight games left. So we're we're getting, in. I, I'm just going to go ahead and say this, Tim. This is my least favorite point of the season. It's awful. It is terrible. And it's like, we should be happy that NBA basketball is on because we starve for it all summer. And we're here. This point after the All-Star break, like a, you know, like a month after All-Star break, it is just so damn boring like until like the last week, if there's like some, you know, some actual basic, you know, one game playoffs, which occasionally happen in the NBA at this point. Like, you know, they they do come down to the wire where you have a seven and an eight seed or an eight and nine seed, uh, uh, you know, trying to get into the playoffs. But this is just it's I am just so tired at, at this point in the year. It's like, let's get to the freaking playoffs. The playoffs start, I believe, April 13th. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, we're a few weeks away from that, and it's like I just, I just want to fast forward to the playoffs right now.
0: Yeah, because the West is basically set in stone now. I was wrong; the Kings are seven games behind the eight spot. Okay, so they're out. Yeah, so the it's that's set in stone. We know it's yeah. You know, we know what that is. In the East, you have like all these teams, like
1: the Hornets could jump right; they could leapfrog right into Magic. Yeah,
0: and it's you know it's so hard because there's so there's so little to be excited about. You know, you look at game like nightly game heroics. Like you know, the shot callers guys were very deep into D'Angelo Russell last night. He's been the most exciting part of the last couple of weeks because he's been having these. Oh crazy, yeah, he's been having these
1: great games. Yeah,
0: I mean, and he's just on a fucking tear.
1: He is. He is. And how about, how about that shot last night by Jeremy Land? Wasn't that insane? That was an insane shot. Yes, that was one of the best buzzer beaters of the last decade.
0: Half court miracle.
1: Yeah, I mean it wasn't as good as the as the Devin Harris shot from a few years ago. No, I mean that, I think that's the greatest game winning shot that wasn't like a you know like a finals shot or anything ever because yeah. it's, it's so like how did he get that off? Because he got blocked once and then threw it up.
0: Yeah, Wade had one like that this year. It was from the top of the three point the top of the key. Yes, that
1: that's different. That's different. When you're when you're at the scorer's table and you're heaving it from there and getting it. I mean, that's but that Jeremy I mean, cuz the the reaction is so funny. So Kimba turns around after the shot goes up and he's already like I we lost, great. Yeah. And Toronto, I think it was Kyle Lowry just like puts his like hand over his head and he was just like what? Like, there was just nothing that the... I mean, there was nothing that could explain it. It was just such a strange, strange buzzer beater. And, I mean, it was... But it, it was neat. It was really... It was a really, really good shot.
0: And Kawhi Leonard even played in the game.
1: He did. Yeah. He did.
0: Yeah. Load management's so fucking stupid.
1: Who? Load management. Load management, I know. So Load management's dumb. the worst. Yeah, what's... <sighs> As an NBA fan, if you go to a game, say it's a, you know... Say it's a, say it's a home game, and you know you bought tickets because you want to go see Kawhi Leonard play, you know, and he doesn't play, and it's like, and then they lose, it's like, why am I paying for this? Put your this is this is stuff that did not happen twenty years ago.
0: Oh boy, here comes get off my lawn. Here comes get off my lawn. Well, Seriously. one,
1: 20 years ago they had a lockout.
0: Let's 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 if we're gonna go twenty years ago. So
1: twenty years ago there was a lockout. And nobody played. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the
0: first one, the title It was an asterisk It was a short season It was
1: It was But no really though I mean that wasn't, that wasn't Really some... the
0: Knicks were the asterisk They shouldn't have beat the losers I mean Blazers.
1: okay so th- There was a little bit Of load management So I can I can I can tell you Back in 1996 I had a friend Who was My best friend In the 6th grade Who got me into the NBA um, 1996 He was the biggest Grant Hill fan There ever was He had the shoes Everything And during the 1996 playoffs, right before the 1996 playoffs, the Pistons did some load managing with Grant Hill and Joe Dumars to make sure that they were, uh, you know, good for the playoffs. And I remember thinking as a kid, that's dumb. Yeah. Why would you do that? Like, and, and, like, the Pistons weren't going to get past anybody in the, in the, the East, at all, they weren't going to get past anyone. Even with Grant Hill and Joe Dumars, they weren't going to do it. Joe was washed, and Grant was was great, but there was nothing else there. There was just nobody else to really help them. So, right. But that stuff was happening. But it is just so much more evident now with stars, and it's it's yeah. I sound like a get off get off my lawn kind of yeah, guy.
0: You're very much trying to get off my lawn. I, I'm
1: sorry. I mean, it's just the way I feel.
0: Yeah. It's okay. So,
1: I mean, you you have to agree, load management is dumb. Oh, it's very much dumb. It's very much dumb. It's very now, frustrating. I mean, like, the Lakers can go ahead and shut shut LeBron James but down. But he's told him not to. But he's told him not to. Yeah, but it's like, if, if he gets hurt, though, isn't it going to be someone's fault? Probably his. It'll probably be his. They'll find a way. They'll find a way. So, yeah. so there's that. Yeah. So, um,
0: Listen to these numbers. Okay, go ahead. Dwayne Wade. Sure. Last, these last, this is Dwayne Wade's last five games. 10, 17, 25, 11, 12, 20 in that 20 point game against the Wizards the other day. He had 20 points, nine rebounds, five assists. Very nice. Are we in a situation where Dwayne Wade's going to get votes for sixth man of the year in
1: his final year? Mm-hmm. Maybe the pity vote? Uh, yeah, I could see somebody throwing a, a pity vote for him. Who do you think's got that? There, do you think that's in the bag? It's so hard. I mean, because I don't... I saw
0: it before Derek Rose got hurt. A lot yeah, I don't, I don't think Derek favorite.
1: Rose is going to win it now.
0: Yeah, I mean, Lou Will's probably your easy vote. Uh, Fred Van Vliet probably is up there. Okay, sure, sure. Lance Stevenson. (laughs) Wayne Selden.
1: (laughs) Why are you laughing? Because. Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. He's been butt. Lance Stevenson, though? I'm kidding. Okay. (laughs) Like, why are you laughing?
0: That's why. But I don't know. It just feels kinda of like it could be anywhere at this case right now. Um I I I don't have an answer.
1: Yeah, I don't that's a tough one. Yeah. It's a tough one. I don't know. The I don't know. This this la- these last couple of weeks though have been kind of tough for me as an NBA fan. I just uh I'm at a point where I just want to get to the playoffs and yeah. and you know, the load management stuff hurts. Jimmer not starting for the Suns is killing me inside. Just throw him out there. What does it matter? What does it matter? He might be amazing. People might come to your last five games because they want to go see him. I would. What does I would too, but I don't live in the desert. <laughs> so that's a problem. I mean I don't um I don't know, man. It's it's gonna be a it's gonna be an interesting next couple of weeks. I No it's not. So it's not going to be interesting until the first round of the playoffs. It might. The last week will be interesting. The
0: most interesting thing in the playoffs right now is who are going to be the bottom two seeds in the East. I don't know if you've looked, Sean, but the yeah. bottom of the East
1: is kind of butt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just straight ass. Yeah, just straight butt cheeks. <laughs> so there's something else I want to bring up with you today. Okay. So another thing that's that's kind of been – there's a couple things we need, to, we need to touch on, but Jason Kidd. <laughs>
0: Yes, because <laughs> we talked about this. Like, they talked about it a little bit on Shot Collars last night. Okay. Like, there is nothing exciting about Jason Kidd being the coach of the Lakers. No. Nothing. Go to Cal. Go be the coach of Cal. Sure. Go do it. Sure. Go ignite that program, go be the guy. Do you
1: think LeBron James is going to listen to Jason Kidd?
0: I don't think LeBron James is going to listen to anybody that takes that job, unless literally they get 1996 Phil Jackson before he came out and kind of slightly racist. <laughs>
1: slightly racist. All right, so if, if Jason Kidd is on the Lakers bench next year how, how do you feel about this say this happens like what,
0: what is what is going to happen he's going to like LeBron's be like I'm not calling that play and Jason Kidd's going to be like I beat you in a finals you're calling my play
1: <laughs> is that how the argument's going to end sure okay alright cool
0: what you know there's nothing I mean honestly Sean I can say that in the th- four, three and a half four years that Jason Kidd was a head coach in the NBA I still have no idea what offense he ran it no. was like every night I watched something new yeah I mean obviously like that whole thing with Brooklyn when he was like they they had coach fresh out of playing oh yeah and it was like you're going to be the coach of your first time ever coaching you're going to be the coach of Kevin Garnett yeah and Paul Pierce yeah two insane personalities
1: yeah all right like they're they're almost they're just a couple years you know
0: they're like at yeah younger than
1: you they're in the twilight of their yeah. career and yeah, they're gonna listen they're, to you yeah yeah exactly yeah, it was a bad choice.
0: Yeah, and then he like somehow gets traded as a coach, which coaches getting traded is the funniest thing in the
1: world to me. I know it is. It's still it just it never gets old.
0: To the Bucks.
1: Yeah. And so was it in Milwaukee or was it in, in It was in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn when he did the It was in Brooklyn. The famed uh hit me with your with your uh cup of ice cubes. I mean that was That was Brooklyn. Okay, that's like
0: that was, his, that was his most prestigious moment as a head coach <laughs> That and when Giannis had no idea who he was And Giannis went and looked him up on Wikipedia And was like,
1: oh shit, he was really good at basketball uh, I, See, that, that bothers me That bothers me, it's like the youth of today Like, you don't know who Jason Kidd is, come on But really,
0: I think this kind of goes back to a theme we've had all year Is, I don't know who the Lakers get that fixes this
1: there's there's nothing that can fix this this problem they have right now.
0: Yeah, because you know, Jason Kidd, no, no, Mark Jackson, no, Ty Lue, no. You know, Eric Spolster's not leaving Miami. Rick Carlisle's not leaving Dallas.
1: Yeah, Steve Kerr is obviously not leaving Golden State. I would say out of all of those, I would I would go with Mark Jackson just because. I know, I know. I just want to get him out of the broadcast booth. It's a selfish wish.
0: <laughs> I feel that, but... Like, I don't... I mean, obviously, I understand it's difficult to coach LeBron James. Yeah, I shouldn't say I understand, but, like, by the looks of things, it looks like it's incredibly difficult to coach LeBron James. It,
1: it is, it is. He He's he's his own player, so... Yeah, what do you tell the guy with, like one of the highest basketball IQs in the world? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I think we're at a point, like... How much was Michael Jordan listening to Phil Jackson his last couple years? True. I mean, we don't Very really true. we don't really know how much he was he was listening to him. So, moving on.
0: Yeah. The only. Oh God. Oh God. What's the matter? I just thought of another potential guy who could take the job. Who? Well, it was his face for the Pacers that went to the Magic and got fired? Um, he was the coach of the Pacers when they went to the Eastern Conference Finals those years.
1: Oh, Frank.
0: Uh, oh God, yeah.
1: Oh God, Frank. Yes. Oh, I can't
0: even think of his name now.
1: Yeah, he doesn't even look like he did. I mean, no offense, but...
0: Maybe, like, Rick Smits. You can go... Maybe, um...
1: I don't know, dude. There's just...
0: <laughs> Maybe Rick Smits. Maybe Kurt
1: Rambis. <laughs> no, Kurt Rambis is one of the worst coaches ever in the NBA. He's terrible. What else are you going to pick from? He's like, so guys, guess what we're going to do? We're going to run the triangle. No! <laughs> With LeBron James. It doesn't work anymore. It's useless. I'm going to run that triangle. Frank Vogel. Frank Vogel. How do we forget that? How do we forget Frank freaking Vogel? Yeah. Frankie V. I always forget he played at Kentucky. He did play at Kentucky. You're right. Yeah, he did. So weird. So. Lonzo. Lakers. Lonzo. Big baller.
0: Yeah. Getting interesting,
1: huh? It is.
0: So, this was kind of profiled a little bit on shot callers. I made mention of... Lonzo posted that graphic on his Instagram account with the Nike catchphrase, saying, Nike, yeah, yes. in the Nike font that they are infamously put on their on their yeah. advertisements." Very Nike. Where Lamelo then commented, "Love you, bro. Thanks for getting us out."
1: I'll see. I didn't know that part of that. And
0: then the report comes out today from Under Shelbourne that they t- Big Baller Brand discussed over the weekend shutting the family shut talked about shutting down Big Baller Brand. Okay. And apparently. It also comes out that Lonzo Ball has unfollowed his father Lavar on all social media accounts and deleted his fa- all the pictures of him and his father from his Instagram account.
1: Very interesting.
0: Very interesting.
1: Plot thickens. Yes. So, what do, you think, what do you think is going on there?
0: I think that this is the end of the big baller brand. I would not be shocked. Would anyone be shocked if something came out where like Lavar Ball and
1: Lonzo had like a falling out about everything? Not that that you want that to happen, but. You mean that 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 overbearing father might actually get into an argument with his son?
0: The Kardashians of sports he might have it. a falling out. Yeah.
1: I can see that happening. Interesting. Yeah. Is um it? Yeah, I uh, Big Baller, I never understood the big baller stuff at all. It was a gimmick. It was a gimmick. Um and I think the hype for it has died down since Lonzo's playing hasn't been that great. Correct. Um So him going to Nike, I like that
0: i think that's what's gonna happen and
1: i think it's gonna help his career just by kind of disassociating himself with his father
0: yeah he's like oh man i have the best nike athlete in the world on my roster (laughs) hey lebron tell me about working having a contract with nike yeah a word yeah they made zion a special shoe because he hurt his foot
1: yeah i'm in yeah yeah all right we just did the whole thing right there that was it yeah that was good Yes. Okay. I felt like, have you seen that thing
0: with like those two comedians? Where they talk about like how Space Jam came together.
1: I've never seen that.
0: Okay. So it's like, I'll have to show it to you because it's too long to describe here on the show apparently. But yeah, I think that's really kind of, that. it's ran its course. Yeah. You know, they had one shot to really make this work. Yeah. And when your debut was a $500 sneaker.
1: Yeah. And a basketball sneaker at that. Yeah. That was a really bad start. How was that shoe any better than Starberry's?
0: It was literally looked like a Kobe Bryant. Okay. It flat out was a Kobe Bryant. Okay. With like a Paul George body.
1: Who was actually manufacturing these shoes?
0: I guess Big Baller brand.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, there had to be some shoe factory that also probably made other shoes for another company making them. I assume,
0: but I never bought a pair to find out, John. Okay, okay. I was just I was And when just they curious. went down in price, they were still $260. So
1: are they still for sale, or is it over with?
0: Um, apparently today, there was a huge thing on the Big Baller brand website where everything was 50% off. Wow. If you use the code ZO50. Well. So, you know, so- if you need some slides for $100, that's your bet.
1: That seems a little pricey for slides. Yes,
0: so that's just how that's going for them.
1: That sounds. That sounds. It sounds like at the beginning of the end for the the big baller brand. Yes. So it very I mean, much is. I'm not a fan. I'm looking at these shoes right now, and I'm not a not a real big fan of of really any of them. They all look like ripoffs of other shoes. They are ripoffs of other shoes. Like these these Lux Glaciers look awfully like the pgs yes um and um let's see here <laughs> yeah these are awful and you're right 140 slides yeah like what is what is wrong with these, these are terrible looking shoes I mean, this is actually the first time i've ever been to this website looking at their shoes
0: yeah now it's in your cookies way to go
1: Prime remix by Lonzo Ball. Four hundred and ninety five dollars? Are they made of gold? No. No, they're just made by some sweatshop kids. Dude, like so. the t
0: shirts were like eighty dollars for a fucking like I saw. Performance I, I don't know where
1: it was. I don't know if it was at King's Island last year or something, but I did see some big baller T shirts this last year, uh, a few Stop. places. So I'm like who who are, but it was it was like like, middle schoolers were wearing them. Like, they convinced their parents to buy them. That's no, awful. Yeah. Yeah. I feel bad for the parents. So. Yeah. But so, demise of demise of Big Baller Brand. Yep. And Jason Kidd might come and coach this team.
0: So, things are going great in Los Angeles. <laughs> are- hey, they got to win.
1: They did get I think one- it's like their fourth win since the All-Star break. Wow. They should. I wonder if they give trophies for that. Yes. Do they? Yes. <laughs>
0: They're so... <laughs>
1: Yeah, I uh, season's been a bust. Let's get to the playoffs. I know the season's Warriors complete, don't even care. I mean, we're, we're nobody has dominated the regular season. I mean, it's just we might actually end up with a uh, a year where there's nobody who's who's won sixty games. You know, so it's like you know this isn't even going to be. I mean, no team dominated this year, and and we're here at the end, and we don't really. I mean, I will say this: the playoffs will be interesting because we really have no idea what's going to happen this year.
0: Yeah, you can. I mean, we
1: have no idea.
0: I would still say that the Warriors will still win it. I mean, yeah. But I, you could give me a case that they won't, and I and I might believe you.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I I mean, I'm. The Raptors could win. The Celtics could win. Don't hmm. think they will. But you know, the Denver Nuggets. I don't think they're going to win. But. <laughs> You never know. I mean, this is, this is, it's almost, even though the Warriors are the biggest superpower still in basketball, anything could happen. Yeah. Final top before we get out of here. Okay, give me one.
0: So, a lot of people are trying to now say that with how Trey Young's played since post All Star break, he has taken over Luka Doncic as the prime (coughs) winner of Rookie of the Year. No,
1: he hasn't. I agree. He has not. However, however. This has
0: been fantastic.
1: Yeah. Uh,. He's not. He's not to the level that Luca is. Luca is a uh, a prodigy. Like he is. He is one of the the best young basketball players out there, and he's had the best rookie season. I'm not saying that. Uh, and and I don't know who won the trade yet. I don't think. I think we can. We can. I think it's even. I, it. I don't think it's even.
0: I mean, okay, maybe not because the Hawks got additional draft pick, but Luca Doncic has been worth.
1: Has sure. been worth that. Sure, sure, but. Trey Young has played very well. Yes, he has. I mean, I really, really like Trey. I'm a Trey Young guy, and I, I think, and not only he's got a chip on his shoulder, like mm-hmm. the same kind of chip on his shoulder that Isaiah Thomas had a couple years ago. How'd that go? Well, you know. Mm-hmm. You go know. on. No, I don't Tell any, me more. No, no, I'm just saying. I'm just yeah. saying. I'm just saying. Trey Young. Trey Young. He plays the game right. He's a good he shooter. Does. He's he's great at you know he had that floater the other night against Jimmy Butler.
0: He's an awesome passer.
1: He's an awesome passer. He's a really he's, he's a, an exciting player. He, they did not. They it wasn't like a you know. A lot, I think a lot of people were like you know this is going to be a bust of a trade, and it, it hasn't been. They've the Hawks have been kind of a fun team to watch from time to time. Mm-hmm. Luca got their – You know, Luca went to Dallas, and they got Porzingis, and they're going to build something. They're great. Um, How about that ass kick that they put on the Warriors the other night? Oh my God! Where Dirk had twenty points? Hey man. Sometimes you gotta stick it to him. He's got to get back at them for uh, knocking them out of the playoffs during the We Believe years. Yep.
0: <laughs> yep. Final year, knocking you down. Yeah. Love it. Yeah all right man so i think we can go ahead and wrap up this week's episode since we at one point literally went all over the place
1: Dude, we, we went all over this place the whole episode because there's just so many weird little things that are happening right now yeah. this wasn't like a, a week where there was like a definitive topic right there's just a lot of little things going on and it's we're in the middle of march madness mm-hmm. so it's okay yeah we'll be back next week
0: yes we will sure. if you are back next week i'll be back next week no i'm talking about our fans
1: oh <laughs> ah! Yeah. Like, what are you talking about Tim yeah okay
0: righty. so we're going to go to wrap up this week's edition of 48 Minutes brought to you by 48minutesnetwork.com where you can check out all of our articles all of our previous podcasts and you can check all of our shows including At Large Bid and Shot Callers um, so this week Shot Callers will have a Sweet 16 preview uh, and we're also going to get into the Nike trial has begun and the uh, college basketball scandal mm-hmm. so we're going to talk about that and uh, we're going to talk about the McDonald's All-American game. A few oh, more yeah. guys waiting to recruit. So, Oh, yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. But without further ado, everyone, have a great night.